This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I am your host, Marquis Vandemark. It's a winter day here in the Midwest. We actually have about four or five inches of snow on the ground. Sun's trying to get out. But after all, it is January the 18th, 2022. Thank you all for joining us today. I've got a good episode for you today. We have a special guest. And I thank you for joining me on this January wintry day here in the heart of our country. We would like, uh, I'd like for you to um, go to my uh, website, uh, firmamerica.com. You can subscribe to my podcast channel. Drop your email address in there and we will send you a email notice when those episodes come available to you. So that's affirmamerica.com, and you can also reach me on my email at marquis, M-A-R-Q-U-I-S, at affirmamerica.com. Again, thanks for joining us today. This is a special day. I have a a very nice guest that I got the chance to meet down in uh, Orlando late last year at the Heritage Works conference. We were actually in line to get our pictures taken with Kaylee McEnany. She had a great name, so I, I immediately got her contact information. I thought she'd be a good person to introduce on my podcast. She goes by the Star Spangled Chick, which is a uh, really great name. I like that name. And you can uh, find her actually on the starspangledchick.com website. Her name is Renee for the Republic. She joins us today as my guest. Welcome, Renee. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. And hello to everybody out there in the land of the free and home of the brave. I'm so excited to be here with you all today. Well, hey, thank you very much for joining us. Um, We had a good time down in Orlando at the uh, Heritage Works conference. Did you enjoy yourself down there at the conference? Oh, it was on fire. It was amazing all the freedom fighters coming together who love america are willing to stand for america and our freedoms and of course headliner governor ron DeSantis. yes brought it and all of the speakers were just incredible wonderful networking with people from across the country that really want to put their heart and soul into saving America, the America we love, and it was wonderful to meet you, and I just want to congratulate you on the growing success of your podcast. I love the name Affirm America, because isn't that what we all need to be doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Affirming the American ideals, pushing back on the radical left. You know, standing up for what we, what we believe, that's the most important thing we can do as Americans. 
And boy, that Ron DeSantis, he's a uh, he's a presidential contender, I think, don't you? I think so. At some point, he definitely is showing and proving that he is looking out for the republic. All that's involved with that, and you know, every time I hear about him taking action, I just want to stand up and cheer. Whether it's you know, preventing critical race theory from indoctrinating our kids and the divisions of Marxism, which is their goal, which is to divide us. And and a divided country cannot stand, and they know it. So they're going by the playbook, and Governor DeSantis is standing up to them on every move that they make. He's got a counter move, and that's what we all need to be doing. We all need to be having a counter move. We all need to be having a counter voice. We all need to be taking counter action. And I think Governor DeSantis is truly an inspiration for us to do that because let me tell you, it's showtime and go time. It's boot up and suit up. Our republic is hanging by a thread. Whether people want to accept that as reality or not, it's the truth. Mm. And the fact is, Marquis, We have got to become a nation that stands up for the full truth, not partial truth, not deceived truth, not manipulative truth, but but the full truth that will, uh, as they say, the truth will set us free and keep us free. So, yes, uh, we were born for such a time as this. I like your passion. Yeah, absolutely. It's... um... You know, we've been much too comfortable for too long, and, I, you know, we've never really, American people have never gone through a challenge where our freedoms and our way of life have been challenged to the point where we could possibly lose it. And uh, we're uh-huh. now beginning to, to wake up, and we're starting to see the sleeping giant realize that it is go time. So, well, tell me a little bit about... Uh, about yourself, how you got involved with um, your ministry, your idea of uh, Renee for the Republic. Tell, tell, uh, tell everybody a little bit about your, about your background, where you came from, and why you got involved in politics and, and where you're at today. Don't mind. Sure. Well, I, I grew up in a small town in the South, and one of my first experiences was to earn a going to Washington, D.C. and working for a congressman. I was young and naive, and I was planted in the epicenter of the world. And I remember standing in front of Smithsonian, in front of this sacred documents of, that were are preserved under bulletproof glass and with special lighting and looking at the Constitution, looking at the Bill of Rights, and thinking about what those mean. And it really has stayed with me all of those years about the freedoms that we enjoy here in this country, a country like no other in the world that's founded on godly principles. And, you know, if America falls, there's nowhere else to go. We are the last bastion of freedom. And so uh, at the 
as the years went on, I, I went into marketing and public relations after being a news journalist for a number of years. I was an award-winning journalist, uh, did some investigative work as well. And I think for many of us, we love the truth. We want the truth. We want the facts. Amen. We want people to decide for ourselves, given both sides of a story. And what I have witnessed personally is the devolving, the degrading of that whole news media industry before our eyes, being bought and paid for. A lot of them are liberal-owned. A lot of them have ties financially and so forth to communist China, to also one of the big advertisers for a lot of our media are pharmaceutical companies. Mm. How are you to be unbiased if they're, you know, a big advertiser of yours and so forth. So I have a lot of different perspectives, particularly with mass marketing. I did a lot of national and international mass marketing, so I can see the psychology behind convincing people of something and that that can be used diabolically. You can manipulate people through false information, through fear, through uh, just trying to be... Uh, change their perceptions, taking things out of context. All of these things I began to see were being done to the American people. Hmm. And it was very disturbing to me. And I have a daughter. I'm a mom. I'm a mama bear mom. And as I began to watch the news and everything that was going on, I knew that I couldn't sit on the sidelines anymore. I have to get in the battle because I want to fight for her and for all the kids and for all the people in this country that we we restore America. We take back what has been robbed from us through lies, through manipulation, through uh, marketing of fear. Yes. We work to do that every day of our lives and leave a legacy of freedom it's not going to come easy it's not going to be without sacrifice and I look back at our at, at those who helped um, found America hmm. you know they were they were patriots they were warriors and they loved their new country they wanted the best for everyone and they Today would be called alarmist when they were saying that the British are coming, the British are coming, but they were speaking the truth. And today we can say the leftists are coming, the leftists are coming. Wake up. Right on. You bet. And we're speaking the truth as well. And so the Lord just spoke to me and he said, I want you to get off the sidelines. I want you to get into this battle. And he gave me the name Renee for the Republic. I wasn't real thrilled with that because... I don't really want my name in it, but it was catchy. And then the Star Spangled Chick is kind of a fun sort of a nickname for appealing to youth. And yeah, it's a it's a great name. Audience. And uh, yeah, God bless you for getting off the the couch and and uh, getting in the game. You're a true patriot, Renee, and that's uh, we need lots of people like yourself. You know, it's. Uh, this is the patriot movement is 
you know, moms and pops and and uh, young people and old people, everybody needs to get into this uh, this fight because it is a fight. It's going to take a lots of manpower, lots of energy, and uh, it's happening. We can see it happening uh, all around us. We saw it down in Orlando, and we're seeing it everywhere. And it's uh, it's uh-huh. a great feeling. It's a revitalization of the the freedom spirit, the patriotic spirit that uh, this country was founded on. Tell me, what uh, when you were uh, in Washington, what did you do over there? What was your, did you work for any particular congressperson or senator or what was? I did. Of course, this has been a million years ago when I was young, but um, I worked for a congressman who was chair at that time of the House Ways and Means Committee. So that was a very powerful position. And uh, I got to have access to all areas of uh, the Capitol and the, the, you know, anywhere we wanted to go uh, because we were on staff. And I witnessed firsthand things such as getting a picture made on the Capitol steps with Al Gore. Well, Al Gore would come out of his limousine <laughs> and strut up the steps get the picture made, and then be escorted back into his limousine to finish out his day. And I remember thinking, what's wrong with this picture? We need people who are not about limousines. They're not about power. They're not about elitism. They're about how much does a loaf of bread and a jug of milk cost my people back home? Mm. And what am I going to do? to help the average uh, American. You bet. So, yeah, it was it was very eye-opening for sure. But, you know, you mentioned the word patriot. I think all of us are sick and tired of the word patriot or Christian being smeared. I've had it. Yes. I am, you know, this whole Christian nationalism thing. You know what? I am proud to be a Christian. I am proud to stand up and honor God with my lifestyle. I have had it with immoral insanity, high crime, bankruptcy. Yeah, you go, girl. Controlled by fear, high stress, becoming slaves, victims of bioweapons engineered by our enemies. I've had it. And I think a lot of us have had it. And we are not going to take it anymore no we don't have to i mean our founding fathers they built this country on on belief in god religious freedom and liberties so you know where have we gone that we've strayed from our founding fathers spirit right that's i mean that's what we were we were founded on so why should we feel uh, like we have to cower in the corner somewhere because you know we believe in a greater power than than just uh, the things that we see around us. Yes. Our pastor has a good response to being accused of being a Christian nationalist. He said, what do you want me to be? <laughs> you want me to be a secular globalist <laughs> right. who cares nothing about America or God or people? Yeah. So I think that's a, a great response, that this is what we have to do. We have to become journalists. You know, I was a news journalist for many years. I loved it. Got to meet a lot of leaders and 
company executives and entrepreneurs and the heart of the country and and the best of society. But I'm calling all of your listeners today to become journalists seeking the full truth and speaking the full truth. I am, uh, I am, um, what do you call it? Deputizing Mm. each of the listeners today to become an investigative news journalist like back in the day not not the kind we have today they're fake they're surface they're paid off no i'm talking about years ago and you know it's so important that we ask the hard questions the right questions and we don't stop until we get the answers i am so over people like Jen Psaki dodging, couching things, crafting things, and saying that she's going to circle back. Right. Doesn't you know, answer the questions. Circle back to that. Forget that garbage. I want to know real truth. And I'll tell you what, I'll just share a little story about going to the drive through at a pharmacy. I did this vaccine, so-called vaccine stuff was heating up and I went to the drive-thru I put my camera on I did not show faces because I'm not about cancel cancel culture I don't want anybody to get fired or reprimanded or anything like that it's not right but I I put it on play and I went to the drive-thru and I said can you tell me what's in this vaccine can you give me the full information sheet because I used to be a pharmaceutical sales rep And with every single prescription that is dispensed, there must be an insert sheet that gives full detail on the chemical makeup, everything, the ingredients, and all of the risk. May I have that, please? Yeah. And what was their response? We don't have anything like that. Oh, great. We were not shipped anything like that. Usually they have something printed on that on the bags, right? That kind of tell you that you know that could make you dizzy or don't drive and take this. Or usually there's some description. They they didn't have anything any warnings on any of the bags or labels when you went through the pharmacy. What they tell you in regard to this vaccine, which is actually experimental gene therapy, but it's marketed as a vaccine. With and by the way, has zero long-term studies. What they will refer you to is to the manufacturer's website for that information or the CDC. Now, I want to ask you, I mean, how much would you trust that information? Because there are billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars being made off of this experimental gene therapy. Mm-hmm. With, again, zero long-term studies. This is not like the vaccines of yesteryear. So the the lady at the the drive-thru, she said, well, let me ask my senior pharmacist as well. And I said, don't you think it's strange that this information is not provided? And they admitted that it was unprecedented. Hmm. But she said, you know, I just don't normally ask questions like that. Yeah, most people just, uh, yeah, they just uh, follow. There's a pandemic of that. Yes, there's a pandemic of not asking the hard questions and not getting the precise, full answers that you need in order to make a decision. Yeah. Psychosis. 
sense because already they're beginning to find evidence that this vaccine has uh, caused some issues cardiac-wise with myocarditis, potential blood clotting. Also, they're looking at it's impeding DNA repair as well as endothelial repair. Mm. And all these things are, are beginning to surface. And so one of my questions, too, um, that I think is a, is a good one for us all is look at look at the uh, manufacturers of the uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, big pharma, how many times over the years have they come out with a product, they've made billions of dollars on it, and then they've had to be sued because they've harmed people. Sure. So how is this different now? How is this different? Yeah, it, it, so, it has been enough. With all due respect to the, to the pharmaceutical companies, they, it was a, a kind of an emergency situation, right, with the Trump accelerated research to come up with, you know, a solution at the time when it came out. We do have, there is a vaccine, but also it's interesting. I, I, I don't know if you caught uh, James O'Keefe's uh, Project Veritas on some of the inside recordings of scientists and their explanations about the vaccine and what they think about it. It was very, very revealing. I don't know if you got a chance to hear any of that, but it's very inside information that you don't hear in the public. Yes, inside the pharmaceutical companies, them admitting about issues that uh, the public needs to know about. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors involved here with the the numbers and the, and the data involved as well. So, again, I just encourage people, you know, the whole emergency use authorization, people still need to ask, what are the long-term effects? Even if it's an emergency use authorization, which they're still under that, and again, that prevents them from being sued. Right. They really don't want to change out of that. So, lawsuits, they're protected from any lawsuits about what they're injecting into your body, why would we not be concerned about that? Sure, and, why, and ask questions, absolutely. Why administration trying to make those of us who are wise and asking questions to be vilified? Hmm. That's so wrong. You bet. What about the Nuremberg Code? Nobody, nobody should be coerced. No. take anything into the body per the Nuremberg Code. Well, he has blown that completely out of the water. You could lose your job if you don't get injected with this. Well, I was glad job. to see the Supreme Court uh, came back and at least shut down on the public sectors. Uh, if you're a federal worker, it looks like you're under that mandate. But I was glad to see that they did fall on the side of freedom of choice, which is... Always a good thing. The Constitution, you know, what what Biden and do, and company are doing is unconstitutional, and that brings us into talking about the fact that they claim to be for democracy while they're dismantling the Constitution or ignoring it or, you know, trashing it. It makes it makes no sense uh, what they claim. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your um, your patriotic dog on your um, your website, <laughs> Renee. Tell us a little well, the story about uh, 
about Patriot. Uh, his name is Patriot Pet Peeve. Is that right? Is that his his uh, that's right. his name? Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a lighter subject for sure. <laughs> uh, we were able to find this rescue in at the top of the mountain in Alabama. We traveled uh, up there, and uh, so she was in a concrete cage, never been held or loved. She was fed the worst kind of food, almost a communist type of environment in a prison, so to speak. We told the uh, the breeder there, uh, this is the dog that we wanted. So we brought her back and restored her to health, and uh, she was terrified. She chewed up the toilet seat, and <laughs> one of those foam toilet seats, she chewed that up. She ate half of a towel. She was a nervous wreck. But, you know, love is transforming, and she is just a princess now. But she's playing on the couch a lot, and I, I told Eve, I said, you know, you can't be a socialist. You're going to have to contribute and work. And so uh, we recruited her into the mission as a rescue dog that is bent on rescuing America. So we paint her red, white, and blue. You can go on the website and see her there. She's real popular, particularly among young people and the older folks, too. What uh, what kind of breed is, is uh, Pet Peeve? She is a purebred West Highland Terrier. Oh. You know, the kind that they usually put like the little sweater on the dogs, and they're from the highlands of Scotland, white dog. And she's absolutely adorable. Sweetest disposition, but she's a she can be ferocious, too, when the UPS man comes to drop something off. He's got a she great, there's a great the picture floor. of him on, on the, uh, her, I guess her on the, uh, on your website, the red, white, and blue. Is uh, yeah, we great dress, colors. We dress her up like Braveheart whenever you know for an event or something like that. But you know, she she understands what it's like to go from a socialist communist way of life to <laughs> beautiful freedom, and she's willing to fight for it too. All right, yeah, that's we got too many people sitting on their couches. They need to get back to work and stop taking those stimulus checks. That's for sure. She's a good uh, role model for everybody to stand up and be productive and contribute to society. I tell you, Marquis, she is an anti-communist canine. Oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. So if uh, anybody's interested in seeing the pictures, you can go to uh, starspangledchick.com, and uh, you'll see uh, down at the bottom some nice pictures of... uh, Patriot Pet Peeve, the anti-communist dog of Renee for the Republic. So check that out. And she's got some other nice things there that you can have a look at. I saw that uh, you were friends with um, one of Trump's uh, photographers, uh, Gene Ho. Is that right? Tell us a little bit about Gene Ho. I I saw uh, the interview with... uh, uh, Governor Huckabee interviewed him, and it was a very interesting story. Tell everybody a little bit about uh, Gene. He was the official photographer for Donald, uh, Donald Trump during his presidency. Interesting story. I love Gene. I love his, his wife, Nadine. They um, are awesome, just wonderful people. And Gene actually came from a communist 
background. His last name Ho H mm. O, mm-hmm. and his parents, I think, are still uh, somewhat indoctrinated and entrenched in that. But you know, he be, he came. Long story short, he came to know the Lord while he was working for President Trump as a campaign photographer. Mm. Interesting. So he has quite yeah, he has quite the story. What's his uh, nationality? Is he Vietnamese or Cambodian or? I believe it's it's uh, China Chinese. Chinese, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, so he, uh, of course, was firsthand uh, witness to everything that was going on because he was the campaign photographer. He was there. He saw the how President Trump operated all that was going on around him and how he was being smeared and all of these things. And he was a, a very much alarmed by what the smear you know, campaign was against the president and how it was bringing down America as a part of that, which of course was purposeful and is purposeful. And he, he said that some radical Democrat leftists tried to get him to write a smear book and pay him millions of dollars. That surprised me. They went after him. Yeah, they went after him to try to destroy his photography business because he was a nationally known photographer. And so that's their first tactic is they tried to cancel him and destroy his sure. family business. And then they came after him with, well, if you'll just write this book and smear President Trump, we'll hand you millions of dollars. Gene Ho is a man of integrity, and he told him to go take a hike. Good for him. And yeah, he stands. He stands for what is right. So he he eventually wrote a book himself, and of course he was featured nationally for for the book and so forth. But I met him. My husband and I actually met him, and we became we have become friends uh, since then. And he's just. They're just wonderful, wonderful people, and he's traveling across the country now, speaking for freedom, uh, as with a lot of the top name freedom warriors. And Great. occasionally, we'll he will text, and I, you know, if I'm if I'm alarmed about something, I'll send him a text, and, and he'll he'll send me something back because he obviously does have some inside information and things like that. But yeah, just just wonderful, great people, and the Lord will bring people into your life if you'll just get off the couch and get into the game he will he will open so many doors you know i've been able to become a fill-in host for dr alan keys the iconic that's right do you uh, i was reading about that how is uh, alan keys doing these days I, I remember him uh as a presidential candidate back in uh, the day how is alan yes, doing three-time presidential candidate, and also he ran against Obama. And of course, that's right, he did. Outfunded, outfunded in that election. Dr. Keyes is phenomenal. He is energetic. He is someone who does not believe that he's above anyone. He will speak at the smallest freedom event. Uh, he's just an amazing man and i met so many people at the heritage action conference who knew him or had stories about him who truly admire him uh he's just a a fantastic brilliant uh, freedom fighter 
and uh, so well respected across the country. So I am thrilled to be able to fill in for him on his uh, show, which is on IM Television. If you have not tuned into that show called Let's Talk America, please do. Um, he gives me uh, the freedom to have on any guests that I would would like, and you know the editorial freedom there as well. So um, I'm I'm just thrilled to be able to do that. And um, most recently too, I was on uh, the Christian Television Network. I was invited there to their headquarters in Florida to talk about Renee for the Republic and restoring this country. So my point is that if you'll get into the fight, God will open some incredible doors for you. That's a good message for everybody to hear, I think. Tell us, uh, how, do, how do they find the IM network? Is there a, is there a website, or how, how can they find it? Let my audience know how they can find that. Yes, it's, uh, it's a part of the growing Brideon network. So if you go to Brideon Can you spell that for me? TV. Brideon is B-R-I-G-H-T-E-O-N, Brideon. And that, again, that is an incredibly growing network. I am television is part of that network. So if you look up I am TV or Brian Network, you'll find Dr. Keys is part of their lineup, hmm. their television lineup there. Great. There's lots of, uh, fi- I'm finding all kinds of new outlets for TV on some of the streaming channels now. Once you get outside the cable world that... You know, they force feed you all the mainstream media content, but there's so much more out on the streaming uh, access and on uh, also on uh, the Internet, too, as well. So that's yeah. uh, that's good that uh, these things are available for us to uh, have alternatives to the fake news and corporate media that we, we hear about every day. To your point, you know, again, about uh, all of us becoming... A- investigative news journalist we have to dig now for information because if you are you know anything that's against the narrative that this government wants you to believe they will censor they will bury it they will try to hide it they will make fun of you if you um, are you know in opposition to their narrative it's really alarming because that is so pre-communistic to uh, go after the First Amendment in well, cooperation sure. with the tech companies and so forth. So we, we have to double down and dig harder to look for the evidence that they're trying to suppress, and they're doing it all day, every day. Yes, for sure. I did an episode with um, uh, Doug Burton, um, was uh, interviewed on fox with laura logan he was he's covering the nigerian uh genocide that's going on up in the north part of nigeria he's put together what he calls citizen journalists you know because it's uh it's the people that are on the ground that that understand and see what's going on and and try to get the information out it really takes citizens to report what they see and hear and with yeah. the advent of podcasting now, you know, anybody with a computer and a microphone, you know, you can, you can be a citizen journalist. And uh, you're absolutely yeah. right. I think it's the more that we, you know, communicate and reveal and discuss, the more it helps the cause. 
we have to nowadays. We don't have a choice because they're not giving us a choice. They are coming after us. And I think that's the other thing that people need to understand is their purpose, their purposes, their goals are not benevolent. Though they may claim, oh, we're for building back better. Sounds good. Yep. Sounds all great. Oh, I'm for that. Yeah, I'll vote for that. Right. Until you look at the fine print. Yes. And then you're in trouble because it really means re-engineering America to take it down, drive us into socialism by promising free everything. They have certainly captured and indoctrinated our youth to think that the government is here to take care of them. What they don't realize is that they're trading their very freedom for that, the free stuff. It doesn't, it's not free. It comes with captivity. And then the Marxism, which is to divide us. So divide us in every way, shape, or form. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. Do, you, do we all not remember Biden saying when, when his regime was got into office, I'm going to unite America. They've done everything but. Yeah, he's fallen, fallen way short, for sure. United America will stand. A divided America will fall, and they know that, and they have to divide us in every way, shape, and form. And racism is their favorite thing. Oh, yeah, critical race theory. Thing. Get them at, in K-12 now. You know, it's um, we were one of the first uh, groups in over at Loudoun County to hold some rallies back uh, in the spring of last year. Heritage Works and a few of us activists just blew up, you know, people. And now we see Governor Yunkin in there in Virginia now. And it was really just grassroots people coming together, you know, people. I mean, I drove all the way over from Midwest, and um, and that's what it takes, yeah. you know, citizens uh, running for school boards, you know, and and pushing back on indoctrinating our the youngest of us, K, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade. I mean, it's uh, it's just, uh, it has to stop. And I was glad to see that we saw some victories in that uh, last election. So it's, it, it works, definitely does work. Well, there is a plan by our enemies, both domestic and foreign, to dismantle America. And one of their tactics is, of course, is to bankrupt us both financially and morally. You know, this anything goes immorality that is being even embraced by some churches, which is just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. But they're selling it like, oh, well, if you don't accept that anything goes immorality, then you are a hate monger or you are... Uh, not tolerant, or you don't believe in diversity. Right, That's or you're a racist. All manipulation, because the fact is, those of us who love God will stand for the things that honor God, and we will be against the things that dishonor God, that are perversions, that are things that are ultimately destructive to people, that are empty to people. So, Amen. again, another smear manipulation saying that 
you know, we Christians are not tolerant. Well, I'll have to say we are not tolerant of things that are destructive and harmful. That's correct. We love people, and we have compassion, but that does not mean that we lay down to this immoral insanity that is being shoved down our throats and the throats of our young people. I'm alarmed at how messed up our young people are because they have been indoctrinated through social media that anything goes if they can get to our young people and and destroy them mentally if they can make them think that capitalism is horrible instead of the beauty of entrepreneurship and capitalism yes if they make the young people think that america is a terrible terrible country that we're full of racism which is not true um i i think that those are their weapons that they are are using and i'll tell you i I think we can all all of our listeners here they're pulling out all the stops they're hitting this from every angle they possibly can and they're being very successful at it no doubt and the religious leaders too they're um you know they need to stand up too Unfortunately, they are being influenced by the left. We need to see a great awakening on the religious side. The Christian leaders can't just sit around and, you know, stay in their four walls, just look to their eternal life. But really, the kingdom of heaven comes on earth as it is in heaven. So we we live here in a physical world, but here is where we we need to practice those principles, those religious principles and really grow our spirits so that when we do go to our eternal home, we have the capacity to be God-like, be like Jesus, be like God's reflection. Well, so, Marquis, if you really love someone, you care about their eternal home. You care about whether when they meet their maker, whether the maker is going to say, depart from me, I knew you not. Exactly. Things if you supported, if you supported abortion, which is the murder of of, of innocent babies, you supported that. You enabled it. I mean, I I care about every soul that they don't hear those words when they get to the end of their life. Hmm. And this is this is not me saying this. This is the the Holy Bible, and. I see what a lot of progressives are doing, and it's to their own detriment. They're taking pieces of the Bible, and they're picking out the things they like, and they're throwing in the trash the things that they don't like. I call it cafe Christianity. Yes. And it's so sad. It's it's so sad. And, and they're, they're, those of us who are on their side, we care about their eternal soul, and they're shooting at us they're they're you know telling us what horrible people we are when in reality we really do care about their eternal salvation you can't live a a moral and satanic supporting lifestyle and expect that it's going to be in your favor down the road it you know there is there is an enemy of our souls, and you don't hear churches 
really talking about that. But it's the truth. There's evil versus good. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that's what we're up against. It's a battle of spiritual principalities. It is a battle between good and evil. This day, who you will serve and who you will support and what you will support. The, you know, there's not, there's not a gray area. You can't ride the fence on this. You just, just can't. Yes. And well, listen. Uh, on and on about that. Yeah. Well, listen, I appreciate your, uh, your passion and it, it, it comes through. And I want to thank you, Renee, for the Republic, for joining me today on this episode. Uh, it's been wonderful meeting you, and uh, we wish you all the luck in, in your ministry and that it flourishes and it grows and many people are attracted to it and that together, you know, we're all working for the same cause. We all love America. We love our country. We love our freedoms. It's time that we all get in the game. And we all fight for what our founding fathers gave to us. It's uh, like, like, you, like we said, Ronald Reagan said, we're just one generation away from losing our freedoms. If I could leave some hope with the listeners, you know, a lot of us are feeling overwhelmed, outnumbered, and so forth. I would just like to say that there is action we can take. There are many ideas on my website at starspangledship.com about things that we can do. We need to become a survivalist and preppers. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Jay McKnight, or Jay Knight rather, of Mountain Fresh Foods. He's an American who is a rescue and search and rescue uh, uh, survivalist who founded this company to help Americans become prepared for what is coming because they are going to try to affect our food supply chain. So I encourage folks to go to mountainfreshfoods.com, check him out. Let's support other Americans who are trying to help Americans. And let's all get into the fight, as you said, Marquis, uh, because it's, it's game time. Well, thank you very much, and God bless you, uh, Renee, for all your work and your efforts. Folks, you can you can go to our website at uh, starspangledchick.com. Do you have a, an email address or anything that where they can contact you? Is there something on your website how they can get in touch with you, Renee? Yes, there is. Uh, there's a way to contact me through that page there where you can fill something out. Or if you want to just contact me directly at Chief Chick, that's Chief Chick <laughs> at starspangledchick.com. I answer personally all of my emails. Uh, and I would love to hear from, from your viewers. Great. So that's Chief Chick at StarspangledChick.com. So that's please reach out to Renee, and uh, let's all work together to uh, bring America back, make it great again, bring it back to our founding spirit. We live in a great country, the greatest country that's ever been built on God's green earth, and we don't want to lose it. So again, thanks very much, Renee, for joining us today. You can join my podcast, Affirm America, podcast at AffirmAmerica.com. Subscribe there. You'll get a notification for all episodes once they come out. And you can also reach me at Marquee at AffirmAmerica.com. So again, thanks very much for joining us this week. Have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless you all. And we'll see you next time on the Affirm America podcast. 
This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 